0: Wait, you said you said episode 28? Yeah. So it only took us 27 episodes before we ran out of things to say at the beginning of an episode. <laughs>
1: Back to another episode of the face wrestling video podcast i'm waldo i'm the matt
2: and i'm dr the wife
1: and in episode 28 we're back at Cora Curran hall on february 17th with the reported Beep. attendance of a huge crowd of 820 with a live to tape broadcast over samurai tv but it's also samurai tv so let's see how well this episode does Ooh, Ooh. Band. it's a six match card with three tag matches one being for the goddess of stardom titles a three-way tag match and two singles, with one being for the high-speed championship. It never looks it, but Cora Curran can really pack the people in, but the audio makes up for it as the fans do get into it a bit tonight. Our opener is a three-way match seeing the teams of Leo and Gorilla, Kid and Hanan, and the sisters of Hina and Rina go at it. Yep, we shoot
0: back to Rena, who says, Today is Koura and Hall Show. It's our second three-way tag, but I think Hina and I can win this one. We'll use our brains to win we'll do our best oh i think this is the second time they've called out trying to be the smarter of the team's fighting so let's see how that works out for them this go around um then we shoot over to leo who says i was born to beat you i'm started in Lionheart, leo onozaki uh so he says my body's small but my heart is big i'm a little giant from kishiwa sayida so you know those are our jungle openings, so from here on out, they get standard jungle openings said instead of saying they're jungle openings. Leo says, I've been out for three months, but now I return for this tag match. Now Ruraka-san is out, but I'd like to win taking her place as your partner. Let's do this, oh. We shoot over to Hanan, who says, today we are at Korakuen. It's a three-way tag, and it's also Leo's return match. Starlight says, it is, and we face your younger sisters, Hina and Rina. Also, Leo and Saya, but aren't Hina and Rena part of S.T.A.R.S.? Hanan says yes for the first time. So apparently this is the first official Hina and Rena are part of S.T.A.R.S. Yep. SLK says, so it's like 4v2. We won't let Leo win her return match and we'll use Hina and Rina to help us win. Let's do our best. Seems a little bit hillish there. Like
1: we refuse to let her win her return match. We are going to be the bad guys. Handshakes all around in the triple face match. With race car ref kicking us off and the crowd already starting to chant for Kid. Triple test of strength goes silly quick with Kid and Hina teaming up on Gorilla. But the tables are turned on Kid as Hina tries to get a sneaky roll up and pin attempt all around until we get the triple tag out. Rena and Hanan start the dropkick train on Leo and Kid even joins in. And all of the stars gang up on the two Jan members for a quick rope spot. Kid Stars is evil. Into the sisters armbar of doom setup, number seven and ninety-one, and this time with a figure yon from Hunan. It's broken up by Gorilla, with it ending up in an elbow exchange between Leo and Rena. Gorilla's tagged in and she has some nice drop kicks to clear things up and places Rena in the Osaka crab while Leo keeps the ring clear. But Rena makes the ropes and Hunan is in. Rena tries something but is shooed away promptly. Hina makes Gorilla humbell for Hunan to hit a dropkick. Onto Hina! She tags in Kid who comes straight in with a standing moonsault and a nice drive kick to Gorilla. Leo and Gorilla get a slight upper hand with Gorilla being a step stool for a flying elbow into Kid in the corner. Kid kicks out of Gorilla's weird pin and there's a bit of chaos with the twins ending it with stereo judo throws. Hanan gets the best of the sisters to set them up for a flying crossbody from Kid. It went from that to an 8166 to Gorilla from Kid in half a second and Kid almost getting the pin. Kid is up top for the spinning frog splash to Gorilla and gets the three in 547.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty quick match, um, but it got its point across. It gave a chance for all the new people to get in there and run around and do stuff and get their energy out so that they can take a nap. That's a that's a young people joke for young people out there. It was nice to see Leo back. Nothing special, but it did what it was supposed to do.
2: It's Samora Saya. I'm finding her to be more of an interesting wrestler. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning when I saw her, I didn't really think too much about her. But I, I guess that's too much of, of future thinking here. But some of the roll-ups that I saw reminded me of, of an inverted leapfrog or hot potato game. I don't know if you got that when they did that. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that was kind of that was interesting. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting match to watch sisters wrestle each other rather than with each other. Mm-hmm. I think I like seeing them work with different partners a lot better than I, than I like seeing them work together. Right. I don't know why, but I think they, it brings out the best in them when they work with other people rather than when they're working with them, each Just other. Just the same over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. Good first match. It made sense. Well put together. It wasn't too fast or too slow. The corner splash at the end was pretty clean, so I, I like that part too.
1: Yeah, it started slow, but picked up after the first minute and didn't stop until the pin. Mm-hmm. And I'm more open to matches like this where the junior member of the roster, kid in this case, is used to guide the match with the younglings. Mm-hmm. It may seem like a small thing, but it does show Kid growing leaps and bounds as a mentor. So wait, you called them younglings? Does that mean Starlight is Anakin here? <laughs> Since she did get the win. It's a weird promo time with Bobby and Hanna telling us about bean sprouts, and getting more weird with Alex and Saki talking about uh, pink and Saki doing a decent job of following along.
0: Yeah, so we shoot over to TCS's locker room, the continuation of weird promos and bobby says we love bean sprouts we eat bean sprouts we kill bean sprouts and then not to be outdone we shoot over to saki and alex saki says stardom at core and hall is here today it's my third time teaming with alex we both have pink costumes did ogawa-san give us the name pink dream alex says pink dream team saki says pink dream team alex says we're pink power saki says pink power alex says so we are at Coruscant Hall. This is what Pink Dreams are made of. We're going against Hana and Bobby Tyler. They're a pretty good team, but we are the Pink Dream team, and we have the Pink
1: Power. And we're gonna win. Yep.
2: That was that was interesting.
1: Yep. A little thing here for me to nitpick on. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised to see Bobby and Hana come out first for the match. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to diss anyone here, but Hana is the bigger star, even in this current timeline. They should have come out last.
0: No, Saki.
1: Race car ref kicks off with Hana and Saki, and there's really no messing around And these two look like they're starting a grudge match off. What'd I miss here? I don't know. They were just straight at it from the get-go. After a little help from Saki, it's back to her and Hana in the ring. But Bobby gets in a slight dig to give Hana the advantage, and it's their turn to double-team. Their target is Saki, and the weapon of choice is the bow and arrow. Side note. As Saki is into bow and arrow, you can see her right thigh shaking a little bit as Bobby is trying to hold her up under control. Mm-hmm. So my assumption was correct a while back, and Bobby is still working on core strength. Yeah, But she's getting better at it. Mm-hmm. Hana tags Bobby in and they get a five count in the corner to wear Saki down some more. After a dig to Alex, Bobby is just roughhousing and taunting Saki to the amusement of the crowd. Good. Bobby's crowd work is getting better, too. And it just proves the pairing with her and Hana was the right call. Yeah, I'm glad that we're back to having
0: uh, the two of them as a team instead of them fighting separately.
1: Saki gets a drop kick in just to get Alex over, and she actually laid in a couple of snug ones here. Mm -hmm. She misses the 979, but thank God, she looked like she was going in to decapitate poor Bobby with it. Right. She is really working snug in this match. The backcracker off the ropes was tight as well, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did Alex eat Hana's Wheaties this morning? No worry, though. Because Bobby is happy to oblige. Hana and Saki are in, and although it isn't as stiff, Hana does a great job at selling and keeping everything together. Alex does hit her 979 finally to Hana, and Saki tries to for a bridging pin. Bobby breaks it up, and Hana lands her softest dropkick we've seen so far to Saki. Still pretty brutal. The boot to the head and the ropes to Saki weren't as soft, though. No. I thought this was a dirty cut, but the hard camera seemed to be a bit overexposed on lighting. You trying to pull a face wrestling over there, Stardom?
0: yeah it was a bit weird the camera there's a couple camera angles throughout the night that are not camera angles but the camera shots they're just like what's going on here
1: big boot to Saki from Hana for trying to sneak a pin in in an awesome vertical suplex after yeah Saki tries to sneak a crucifix pin in Bobby breaks it up Alex in with some flying stuff and a pin attempt of her own this is settled with variation number 54 of Bobby's thingamajigger she's still it's different every time mm-hmm Hana is up top for the flying drop kick and that gets the three and eight10.
0: yeah the drop kick as a finisher is a
1: little weird uh, I'm okay with this every now and then though yeah
0: I mean I get it but it was a little weird um this match wasn't bad it didn't really draw me in that much it was it did what again it did what it was supposed to do not to spoil the, the ahead but I think these first two matches they were okay but they didn't really do nothing for me. The next match is when I really got into the show. Um, these first two were just a little slow. Um, but I do enjoy seeing the way that Bobby and Hanna are coming together as a team. Their promos are weird as hell. But, like, they have good chemistry and good crowd work when they're in there together.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to be real nice about how i'm saying this but i thought the first uh the promo was interesting it looked like a bit of a tutoring session Uh (laughs) but seriously i thought the promo was still cute for the two of them Mm -hmm. honestly bobby and hannah are a pretty good matchup because they put on a good show but also because hannah does a great job at helping bobby bring out her best shows that hannah is very versatile because she can work with any fighter making herself look great but also the other person body slams throws bows and bows and arrows all look great but you know what is missing out of all of this in this fight the chairs the chairs. where are the chairs have no chairs been abused at this point of the fight
0: that's true this was i think the first tcs match that didn't get
1: like thrown to the outside outside yeah. yeah
2: yeah no chairs were harmed in this match unfortunately um, Hannah gets a good, uh, solid win coming off the top rope into that pin. All in all, uh, pretty tame. Decent flow to the match. Alex came in. with uh, She looked good with her flying kicks. Hannah did a great job as well as usual. And Saki, she got some slick moves in too.
1: Yep. Aside from minor clunkiness that wouldn't be noticeable live, this was a decent match that shows the improvement of everyone involved, like y'all said. Mm-hmm. Bobby's getting her timing down better, minus that weird rope thing. Alex is finally getting snug on stuff. I, I got to hand it to her. She was, she come out to fight on this one. She was a
0: little less Lucha, a little more brawler, which I think, like we've said, it, it suits her style more, or not her style, but it suits her frame, like her body type
1: more. Yeah. Taki's also getting better at showing some struggle and emotion. That I got to give thumbs up to. And Hana's always awesome. Yeah. By the way, don't forget to check out the second annual Hana Memorial Show. It happened on May 23rd. Mm-hmm. You can also check it out on Fight TV. I will have the link here and down below uh, to where you can go catch that and buy some merch where all the proceeds go to the Hana Memorial Nonprofit set up by Miss Kyoko. Our first singles match of the Night Seas Konami versus Jamie Hader. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Well, I was until Jamie's promo. <laughs> we get another
0: one of Jamie's book of a paragraph uh, promos, which I'm a fan of. I really am. But man, do they not take forever so i did that purposely because jamie started off hers in a coughing fit as well kudos to me Uh,
2: (laughs) wait a minute stop (laughs) stop right there the fact that you started it out very dr Uh evil-ish kudos to me (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay i I like that
0: jamie says i have a very important public service announcement for everyone watching especially you konami See, your tribal answer is not going to quite work on Jamie Hayter. Do you know why? One, because I'm strong. I've been training at mid-breath all week. He put me through an arm workout. I started to cry because it was that brutal. She removes her hoodie and flexes. See these? My arm isn't going to break. These arms are too tough for your tribal answer. And you know also why you're not going to beat Jamie Hayter today. Because I'm smart. Doesn't look it like it, but I actually have some brains in here. I can do things. I can do stuff just like you. I can put someone in an arm thing or a leg thing. Just you wait. You have met your match in Jamie Hater, Your unexpected match. Just watch out, Konami. I'm going to be laughing all the way to the W. The, she then tries to dip out of the camera, but it fades before she actually gets all the way down, so it was like a little weird. I don't know why she would thought she could just like... Dip out. She should
2: have gone. Boo-boo, 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 boo-boo. Yeah. Something. <laughs>
0: but the camera cut her off mid dip out anyways. So it didn't matter. But that's probably my favorite Jamie promo. I could do arm things. I can put your leg in a thing. Just I, I like the um impetuous youth style promo here. We then shoot over to Konami who says we're at core and hall. And I have a singles match with Jamie. I said it on Twitter and at the press conference. This isn't about Jamie. This is going to be a warning to those guys with belts. Jamie's just my stepping stone into the title match scene. Yep, yep. So for Jamie, this is like a big deal. For Konami, it's just another Tuesday.
2: I'm just gonna say, I actually did like her promo, though. I, I found Jamie's. That, yeah, I found it really entertaining.
0: Same. She, like I said, I think I know we we hyped up how well Bobby's come along in the TCS grouping, but Jamie seems to have done it kind of by herself because she's done a lot of single yeah, matches even I, though I agree she's a trio tie. Mm-hmm. And I think she's. Of the this group that came
1: over together, I think she's the one that's killing it the most at the moment. Yeah. I mean, they're good at, stardom's been good right now at finding the strengths and where to place them. Yeah. Into where they grow the most from it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, hey, did you notice the mid-breath reference during the promo? Yep. Yeah. I know a lot of stardom wrestlers train there, but I think they sponsor Kegitsu primarily with it being on her hammer pants. Yep. Yeah. Race car ref looks on in confusion as he can't get Konami streamers down from the rafters. Stare down and Greco Roman to start off. Snapmare from Jamie, but Konami turns it around and starts with the kicks to the back. As she's going off the ropes for round two, Jamie is there to meet her with an elbow. And that one looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. Race car ref comes over with the five count business as Jamie has a unique hair pulling humbell thing going on here. Jamie takes Konami into the corner and she is nearly begging for a DQ at this point. The pace slows down as Jamie starts beating and chomping Konami around the ring. But Konami ducks out of it and runs into the corner and tries to do an arm drag. Jamie counters with a snap suplex into the corner. Interesting taunting spot here as Jamie appears to take a sitting break on top of Konami and the ropes. The story now is Konami trying to start a comeback. But Jamie stiffens her back to the mat. Mm-hmm. But flying off the ropes, Konami connects with a flying leg and then takes over. Off the apron, after a bottom rope cross leg, Konami hits a drop kick to the head, followed by armbar number 62 in the middle of the ring. Jamie does her best jungle impression by trying to woman handle Konami out of the armbar. She does a decent effort, and in the opposite corner, Konami tries to apply a lifting armbar number 4, but Jamie slings her out into the middle of the ring. Off the ropes to hit Konami with something, but Konami wraps her up in armbar number 21. Jamie makes the ropes, but Konami drags her into the middle of the ring. Bit of tussling, and Jamie hits her with a single leg backbreaker. Jamie's back in charge, and it shows with running knees to the face. But it's not enough to get the three. Konami wiggles out of a suplex and tries to German Jamie over. Another bit of struggle, but Jamie manages to win the battle. Jamie is giving the business to Konami with the knees to the face. She picks up Konami. But a struggle ensues, and out of nowhere, the triangle answer is applied, and Konami gets the submission win at 925.
0: Yeah, I really like this match. I think both people came out and attempted to do what they said they were going to do. You have the whole story of Konami trying to get to Jamie's arm and get the triangle answer in the entire time. Uh, Jamie did some really good crowd work throughout, just 10 on 10.
2: Jamie's pretty funny with her hair pulling spots as the ref walks off. Um, I like how Konami really gave it to her in her arms, mm-hmm. considering the fact that she played up her arms in the promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a very straight to the point face versus heel type of match. It looks like yeah, a uh, very clean moves. I always get a kick out of Konami's, uh, over the head leg throw thing that she does. I'm not sure what we have named that. Um, But overall, the match between the two was fantastic. Like I said earlier, Jamie really puts you in it in the beginning, Mm -hmm. especially with her pre-show camera work. These two did a really good job drawing the audience in to get, uh, not only draw them in, but also to get them against or for themselves. Great flow, solid, well-structured match. I thought it was excellent psychology, considering that she was able to get people to boo a lot more.
0: Listen, she does really good yeah. card
2: work. I, I can't help but notice the secret yell out for the for Jamie, the very sort of J-bap?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Jibeb. Yeah, it's pretty funny.
1: The way this match played out, it had to end with Konami getting a submission win. She seemed to be overpowered at first, but outsmarted Jamie in the end. Mm-hmm. And oh hey, it's Tank Top Guy. He's back. Mm. <laughs> it's high speed championship time, and we're getting a bit of the future revealed to us in this match with Azuki defending against Azumi mm mm-hmm. <laughs> i wonder what happened recently in present time <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we shoot over to azumi who says today is the high speed title match i've been trading and my six pack is ready i meet all the criteria i'm going to be faster than kid was and take the high speed belt from azuki we then shoot over to Hazuki, who says it's my second title defense i fight azumi and if she takes this belt to qq the value of this belt will go down if you haven't grown at all, you'll easily go down to Hazuki and inside of 10 minutes.
2: I just noticed that for the, there were lots of Hazuki fans.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Japanese Jack Tunney is in to present the title and Old Ref is out to see this one through. Izumi tries for a handshake and Hazuki has none of it. Bit of a stare down and they are at it. Reversals everywhere as I'm trying my best to keep up with all of this.
2: I'm trying my best. <laughs> but Izumi
1: gets a quick moment to gloat. Hazuki takes control of it by yanking her out of the ring from under the bottom rope. Stiff knee to Azumi's chest to layer out and a couple more to follow. Boots to Azumi's head in the middle of the bottom of rope, and finished up with a running one. They looked hurtful. Mm-hmm. Suplex to Azumi in the middle of the ring, and Hazuki has had enough time to slowly plot and taunt Azumi. Elbow trade off and Hazuki wins the battle quickly. Tilt a world involving both, but somehow ends up with Izumi applying the torque wrench to Hazuki in the middle of the ring. Hazuki doesn't give up tries to walk to the ropes and azumi is all over it with a rolling kick she gets Hazuki in the ropes and takes it to her in the middle of the ring azumi in with quick arm bar number 28 this one Hazuki makes it to the ropes but azumi bounces off the ropes to slam down on the arm the ladies are trading blows in the middle of the ring and Hazuki is leading the way the battle of the pin exchange goes on and ends with a suplex to Hazuki Azumi is trying everything she can to put this one away. Drop kick from the second rope and one into the corner. Foot stomp to the top, and it's still not enough to put Azuki away. Something happened. Flips and whatnot, but holds and pins happened. Wrestling happened. Yeah.
0: Wrestling happened.
1: I think Azumi and Azuki in another arm bar number four, she lets it go. Don't know why. As she's trying to go up top, Azuki kicks her leg to trip her up and just starts beating poor Azumi here. Mm-hmm. Into the Hazuki crossface, and Azumi barely makes it to the rope with her foot. The best running catch into a huracana I've seen in a bit from Azumi to Hazuki happened here. The camera angle on this was perfect too. Miss kick to the head from Azumi, but Hazuki's doesn't miss. Power slam to Azumi, and she's about to get the three count. She ain't done yet as she pulls Azumi up to break it. Ooh, I think this is the first time we've seen this too in Stardom in yeah. our reviews. Yeah. And it didn't look like it was a mess up it looked like hazuki was really being spiteful here yeah she was being spiteful stalling vertical suplex follows that and that's enough to get three and 828 for hazuki's second defense it's extra spiteful considering that she said that you know if
0: you haven't grown you'll easily go down to me inside of 10 minutes this match was under 10 minutes and she chose not to pin her and to do another move so even with doing extra stuff at the end still under still 10 didn't minutes. under 10 minutes i'm curious to see if they're going to do anything with that i think they will um <laughs> i think we can both agree that this was i mean it's Suzuki's is, is zooming it's a great match yeah like if you like if you like wrestling go watch this match
2: these high-speed matches always seem to live up to their namesake uh, it went pretty damn fast. The crowd was a lot more livelier. I'm not sure if anybody noticed that. They were a lot yeah. more talkative. They are usually so quiet except for certain things. So I, that was a nice surprise.
0: Well, that's what's gonna talk about earlier. I think the Konami Jamie hater match kinda woke this crowd up. Yeah. And then they were
1: Once at they a got level. woke up, they were good. They were at, at a
0: level that was good for Azumi Azuki. Yeah.
2: Not much to say outside of it was a tight one Uh, these two kept each other on their toes they knew they had to be agile against each other considering they knew who they were up against Mm -hmm. hazuki got the last move in and it was executed really well
0: this was like i you probably don't know this because you haven't watched as much this is kind of a a long time coming too because hazuki initially was kind of like the big sister figure for azumi okay when they were both a little cube, bit before our timeline. Before recovering. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so like, this is kind of that chance to show, Hey, big sister, I'm better than you. Oh, but
1: Hazuki still was able to pull it off and right. still
0: be the, you know, the top dog.
1: And I think we talked yesterday offline, mm-hmm. uh, behind the scenes about storylines and wrestling, also yeah. a sports talk. And this is definitely one of them that continues to grow yeah. because from the big sister thing to yeah. now, to this being the accurate representation three years into the future. Yeah. This story has been going on for five
2: years. World, yeah. Oh, I see.
0: Once he, like, even a little thing. So, like, you've seen when Azumi comes out, her nameplate always says AZM. Yeah. That's because when Hazuki was in QQ, she would go by HZK instead of full-on Hazuki. Oh. So, Azumi adopted that from her.
2: Oh, I and see. And it's just
0: been, like, this whole buildup. And, like, it's nice to see that continuation, like, he's talking about.
2: So the Padawan goes up against the teacher. Yeah,
1: kind of, yeah. It's time for Jan, Jungle, and Natsuko to take on Oidotai of Keigitsu. And Matt, we That's... have a newcomer to the mix. And it's time for an introduction yet again. You
0: want the introduction first? Okay. Yeah.
1: So who is the mysterious X
0: going to be? We're going to find out in a couple minutes. But we're going to find out, I guess, earlier. Because we're going to do the background here on her. It's Andreas Miyagi. And Andreas I, andras, or andras I'm, I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce it. It's Miyagi. We're just going to go with Miyagi. Miss Miyagi. Um, she was trained by Mako Satamora, who we know from NXT UK, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she debuted as Cassandra Miyagi in November of 2014 in Sendai Girls Pro Wrestling. Uh, in that company, she would go on to win the tag titles in both 2017 and 2018. Um, she wrestled for Pro Wrestling Wave from 2015 to 2016, Japanese Women Pro Wrestling Project from 2016 to 2017. This is where you're going to find it interesting. Are you ready, Woldem? Okay. She wrestled in Shikara in 2016 and 2017. Really? She took part in the 2016 King of Trios Tournament as part of Team Sendai Girls. One of her partners was Mako Satamara, the lady who trained her. Yeah. And you're finally going to get a chance to clip in Dave Matthews because they beat The Colony. In the oh, my finals. goodness. They would actually then go on to win the tournament. They won the 2016 King of Trios tournament. The
1: biggest thing here is, is that finally, in face wrestling timeline, the ant colony has appeared. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get
0: to do that little clip. Um They would return in 2017 to the King of Trios Tournament again to defend their title, Um, where they would go on to lose in the finals, this time, to British, ston- British Strong Style, who is Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate. Who we're big fans of from, again, NXT UK and now NXT for Pete Dunne. Nice. Um, She would wrestle for DDT Pro Wrestling from 2017 to 2019. And that brings us up to date. Well done, sir. Yep, yep, yep. So as that continues, we then shoot over to Jungle Locker Room and we get the Jungle Assault Nation intros before we get Jungle, who says, well, it's finally here. We are going to find out just who X is. It's kind of scary, huh? Not knowing anything about this person. She really got us with that missile dropkick. We didn't really care till we got attacked. Now we owe them some payback. And we'd like to dish it out today. Okay, let's go jungle jungle. We then shoot over the audio tie locker room where we see somebody wearing a scream mask. I can't be the only one here, right? That was clearly now in the scream mask. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool. Good. Just making sure. Kegenshi says, we've come to Uh It's finally here. The arrival of X. X, let's do our best. X slash now. Let's do our best. I didn't have written Tai to me, and I don't know why. Okay. I don't know
1: if she said that. It doesn't sound like something she would say, but let's do it. Old ref tries to keep things civil to start off, but Jan rushes Miyagi out of the ring and focus on Keigitsu. Kind of a weird debut there. Mm-hmm. They toss Kegetsu across the ring and are ready to meet her back in the middle, but Keigitsu holds on to the ropes, and Jan gets pulled outside by Miyagi. And now, okay, that fixes it. <laughs> and the rest of Tai are there to assist. Mm-hmm. Miyagi goes straight for the chairs against jungle And is looking to be a bit rough also All this while Kagetsu takes a breather In the ring and poses for pictures Natsuko is the unlucky one To be thrown back into the ring And Kegetsu and Miyagi take their time with her Miyagi and Natsuko by themselves In a nice looking power slam to Natsuko Before a tag out to Kigetsu. Miyagi distracts Old Ref long enough For Izuki to slip in a water bottle To charge up Kagetsu, mm-hmm. And off to the ropes Natsuko gets missed this. Misted. I'll uh, leave it in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Weird headbanging spot when Natsuko and Miyagi leads her along. I really like this forced headbanging spot. <laughs> and then Miyagi just takes it to Natsuko in the corner with a running elbow. Oh. Natsuko catches Miyagi for a decent spine buster. It's enough for her to get a tag into jungle and she seems happy to come in and test how strong Miyagi is. Miyagi shoulder tackles her down and Kagetsu slips in for a bit to help. The jungle overpowers them out. With a double suplex and hits the running elbow to Miyagi in the bottom rope. Tagged to Natsuko while Jungle has Miyagi in a headlock and Natsuko seems to be putting on a new looking submission hold while Jungle and Kegizu sort out business. Whipped into the corner by Jungle, Miyagi dips out to avoid a running lariat by flipping over the top, followed by a nice rope stunner from Miyagi to Jungle. Miyagi is up top but Jungle dodges to jump. Little bit of running around and Miyagi hits a nice jumping dropkick. Kegetsu seems to be getting the upper hand here, but Natsuko tries to help from the apron. Kagetsu still gets the upper hand, from, and from the apron, she bounces off the top rope to dropkick Jungle. And then she applied the modified armbar figure yon thing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful body slam to catch a running Keigetsu from Jungle. And then a running elbow to the back of the head. <laughs> okay. Keigetsu and Jungle are trading stiff blows in the middle of the ring, but Jungle wins with a lariat that flips Keigetsu a full 360 here. My goodness. Yeah. Natsuko gets tagged in and she ragdolls Kigitsu to her corner to force a tag to Miyagi. Natsuko proceeds to issue the business until Miyagi catches her with a stiff boot. Kigitsu is back in to assist and they have Natsuko on the receiving end of elbows in the corner and boots in the middle of the ring. Flying and drop kick to Natsuko from Miyagi, and we get the nearest of nearest three counts in our viewing history with a two and ninety-nine point nine 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 one hundred. Yeah, seemed like it was supposed to be a three count yeah. I thought Miyagi had it here because when Jungle broke it up, it sounded like the third hit on the mat was perfectly it was At constant. the same time, yeah. Kegitsu dumps Jungle outside. Natsuko tries to come back in for a little bit, gets a small assist from Jungle to let her land a spear, but they have trouble suplexing Miyagi. Kegetsu is trying to fly over the top from the apron to break it up, but Jungle just jaw jacks her. Jan hits stereo corner splashes and body slam them from the flying stereo splashes. It's cleared up a little and Natsuko is in there with Miyagi. A body slam pickup into a spinning rock bottom to Miyagi that makes the rock bottom actually look legit, but still not enough as Kegetsu was able to break the pin. Double underhook stalling vertical suplex to Miyagi and Natsuko flies from the top for two splashes. She's about to get the pin, but Kegetsu causes madness with a mist and taken out Old Ref. My goodness. What did Old Ref do to you?
0: I think that's another one of those long-running storylines.
1: Yeah, though, is. F5 versus Old Ref. An F5 from Miyagi to Natsuko doesn't get the three? Was this an F5? I'm going to go with F5. Yes. But a top rope moonsault, this one looked kind of sketchy, too. Does it at 1335? Not a moonsault, a swanton. A swanton? Yeah. It was still yeah. highly suspect. She's yeah. a
0: little bit too tall to be doing the swanton, but it does look good. So, as the match wraps up, Kegetsu gets on the mic and says, Koura Q and Hall, how you doing? Again, how you doing? Everybody had their predictions, but right or wrong, it doesn't matter. If you're right, so what? What matters is that X is Anjan. Anjas Miyagi. Everyone chants Anchan. Right now, Andras is going to say something to you guys. She says, Odiotai first. That's it. Kigitsu says, oh, okay. This is Andrasan. Remember it. All you guys, we have the high speed. Maybe we'll take the future. Odiotai is coming after all of your belts. Is that okay? You guys, you guys want Odiotai to have all the belts? Get ready. There's nothing you can do, idiots. Great little post-match, little promo, I guess. Um, I like this. It was a good debut. Uh, they've been teasing her for a little bit now. They tied in the social media with the teases, but they also, you know, made a point to bring it up on the shows as well. So that's kudos. Strong debut without becoming in and just running rub shot over everybody.
2: I all I can like think was we finally meet Mystery Wrestler and she comes out with a huge horn. So it was an interesting look. Uh it was a great start with Jan. Again, I noticed the chairs were being saved for our new Oedo Time member. Mm-hmm. Um, more water bending was going on. It's a new member has a new move. What do we want to call it? Rocker, the headbanger?
0: i'll oh, the go with headbang. yeah
2: the force headbang okay uh the new member comes off as though she was supposed to be an even match mm-hmm. i thought that was interesting there was a lot of action in this one uh andras very interesting to watch but i am going to hold out to see what else she does she comes off uh, a bit like a, a match for momo so it's like a momo and then an evil momo mm-hmm. but almost like a clone for kigitsu somehow so i don't know how i feel about that
0: a little bit of everybody wrapped up in yeah
2: order. momo looked great though kogitsu uh, was fun as usual momo's partner looked good uh but a couple times it looked like she struggled to get her appointed up in the air
1: mm. this match had three different things going on that did not conflict with each other at all first you had the introduction of miyagi second the powerhouse stiffness of the first half of the match and then the second half of the match that was all over the place. Mm-hmm. This kept with the themes of Oidotai being a bit all over the place during their matches, and with Jan being the powerhouses. I didn't want to see Jan lose, but damned if kegetsu and Miyagi didn't earn this one. For our main event, we have a tag match for the Goddess of Stardom Championships with AMA of Mayu and Arisa challenging the champions of Utami and Momo. Matt, you know I like tag matches. Yeah. And you know I like tag matches in the main event. You know who else has tag matches for the championship in the main event?
0: Mission Pro Wrestling.
1: Mission Pro Wrestling. At their most recent show, Don't Stop Me Now, where the Renegade Twins put the titles on the line against bougie reality of Matty Rinkowski and Rache Chanel. Follow Mission Pro on Twitter at Mission Pro Wrestling and catch them on titlematchnetwork.com to catch some amazing wrestling from right here in Texas. It's only $9.99 a month, which is almost the same price you would pay for a monthly subscription at www.stardom-world.com, where you can catch the best of stardom wrestling for only 920 yen a month. How many yen? 920. That's not a lot of yen. Matt! Awkward Mayu promo. Go! <laughs> um, so we
0: shoot back to the Stars locker room where Arissa says, Today, Mayu Chan and I challenge for the goddess tag team belts. I'd like to combine our powers and win. If we win, Mayu will have three belts and I'll have my first. Mayu says, I won the Women of Honor belt and I'd like to go on and take these belts too. Let's go. They then attempt to do their little gang sign and miss. So they have to do it again. Take two. And miss? No, they get it on the second try. No take threes. Let's go AMA. They then shoot over to Momo who says, today we're at and Hall and it's the main event. It's our third title defense and there's no way we're losing. I want to pin Mayu Ayutani for the win. Utami's gunning for Mayu as well. Two of us going for you. I don't really think anything of Arissa. She said my kicks are fake, so she'll pay for that. We'll do our best. Also, something weird here. So this is the first time in a while. I think I think it's happened once or twice in our timeline. But this is the first time we've got the backstage cam as they get ready to come out.
1: Yeah. We've seen it before.
0: Yeah. Arissa's just kind of hanging out there by herself for a bit. And then Mayu comes out of the bathroom. I was like, maybe don't show that on your backstage cam. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. In defense, I think she was adjusting her mask. Yeah. Because the same thing happened with Momo and Utami, where one of them went in there and then came out adjusting their mask as well. I think they were just doing mask adjustments. But I would maybe like time that a little bit better for future. But I do
1: love that backstage. Yeah. Entrance yeah. No, set. they
0: looked really cool. Hold on. There's more. So as Mayu makes it to the ring... I don't know if you noticed this. It appears she forgot her wristband.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that.
0: And then she fell off the top rope. I saw that, too. <laughs> and then Hana brings her a wristband. So all the day is saved. By Hana. But, yeah, Mayu's, like, all over the place. Can't hit the gang signs. Has to go to the bathroom. Falls off the top rope. Forgets her wristband.
2: All I'm waiting for is that, that telltale sign from when Goofy trips over something and this yeah
0: <laughs> I could see that but this also proves
1: one thing What's that evil is clumsy Uh yeah. hey, hang, hang on a second I had to rewind here I can't remember how many words Utami said okay it was two. she's still on a word counter uh, my used titles do look impressive would you agree or disagree agreed but QQ is going in stacked on this one Yep. Yeah. mostly with Tommy who is nearly at Ultimo dragon levels here <laughs> yeah and if you don't know, go research that.
0: Or would you say maybe even Matt Cardona loves? Woo-woo-woo. Woo-woo-woo. woo woo He was able to recreate that look recently. <laughs> so the top three title winners in the world, Ultimo Dragon, Utami, <laughs> Matt
1: Cardona. <laughs> I'm okay with this comparison here. Fair. Japanese Jack Tony in the ring to present the belts. And if you had no idea what this match was, you would know what title was going on here. Mm-hmm. There are eight championship belts in the ring between these four ladies. Pictures and introductions out of the way and Old Ref has taken a well-deserved break as Racecar Ref kicks us off. QQ refused handshakes and Momo is starting for them, but she tries to get Mayu to start first instead of Arisa. And I can understand why. It's the battle of the kicks between these ladies, Mm -hmm. and you're only going to cause a stalemate because elbows are flying to fill in the blanks.
0: Well, and this points back to what they were saying. Mayu is the only one worthwhile in stars, so why would I want to fight Arisa?
1: Early advantage to Arisa, though, but Momo is still getting up. Utami jumps in early, but Mayu is there to stop Momo. I know what I said. (laughs) Uh, Are you you talking about the Mayu cheap shot? Mayu gets tagged in and a brutal looking jumping stomp to the back of Momo. After the cheap shot. Matt and Doctor the wife know, the way that my back and neck are right now, this would do everything but put me in the ground if this were me instead of Momo.
0: Oh no, it would have put you in the ground.
1: (laughs) Slow paced, but Mayu is taking Momo around the ring with little to no trouble here. Arusa is tagged in and she hits the running knees to Momo in the corner and begins to focus on the left leg. She tries for something. Momo turns it into leg bar number 62 until Arissa can make a rope break. Up quick, Arissa goes to trade blows with Momo. But off the ropes with a better place kick, Arissa takes the opportunity to tag out. And Momo does the same. Mayu tries to knock Utami down, but my goodness the shoulder tackle that Mayu took. I can't figure out if the shoulder tackle or hit to the mat will hurt worse here. That's the advantage of having someone like Mayu in the ring with Utami. Utami is more of a slower powerhouse in comparison to the average stardom match speed. But Mayu can take a hit and make it look like a million yen by moving quickly and talking to the extraordinary bumps that's going on here.
0: Yeah, she she could you could touch her on the shoulder and she'd fall over and look like it was the most painful thing in the world.
1: And it doesn't look any less impressive when Momo comes back in and connects with a flying missile drop kick. Oh, no, because Momo's amazing. Or the following rock bottom and running knees. Failed pin sees Momo go up top, but Mayu meets her there with a clunky, but safe, her karana to the top of the, to the inside of the ring, followed by a kick to the head. Mm -hmm. Mayu picks up Momo for a back slam, and she doesn't even flinch with the strength requirement. As she's going up top, Utami knocks her off, But Mayu overcomes and follows up with a jumping sideways drop kick over the top rope to Momo. Mm -hmm. Elbow check between Mayu and Momo in the middle of the ring. Hurricanana to Momo, followed by a mule kick, and Mayu tags in Arisa. A very interesting head to the knee from Arisa to Momo. I like that. Mm -hmm. Off the top ropes, and Momo receives a jumping knee to the face. Up top for a flying stutter kick, but Momo dodges and climbs up for the flying knee tackle. Utami flies in to get a quick assist but it's not enough for Momo to put the match away. While she's catching her breath from the pin, Utami is flying off the top for a dropkick. B-driver to Arissa, and it's still not enough yet. A flurry of knees to the gut from Arissa to Momo to try and get the offense going. But Momo looks to be powering through until a wild Mayu mule kicks in. Mayu and Utami held onto the bottom rope while it looks like Arissa is on the apron to do something with that. She goes for Momo on the outside instead, and Mayu kicks Utami away to get back on the same page as Orisa. There's a lot of weirdness going on here. Orisa has Momo in the middle of the ring for some stiff kicks and a nice stutter kick, but Utami is there just in time to break it up. A frustrated Orisa tries speed over power, but Momo isn't ready to be put away yet. Mayu is up top as Orisa stands Momo up for a flying splash. And then Arisa hits the stutter kick from the top for a 2 and 99 100s. Miss stutter kick to Momo. Momo responds with a moot that does connect. Mayu is in to break the pin following a beautiful german to from Momo. So Utami has to try and overdo it to impress. Cleared up. Momo german suplexes Arisa and that's finally enough for the 3 in 1407.
0: Yeah.
1: Great match. Uh, uh before we get into that. Uh, Momo then gets on the mic and
0: says our third defense was successful in addition to the goddesses. I also defended the white belt a tenth time. Yes, clap. She forces the crowd to clap for her. As you all know, my next defense will break the record. I've decided on my opponent, Jungle Kiona. Get out here. Uh, Jungle does I beat you in my first defense, but since then you've grown a lot too. But I want to break the record by beating you again. And it's going to be in front of your hometown. Nagoya? Yes. Okay, They're gonna watch you fall to me once again You'd better be ready And then we get the QQ ending of the show um, No, I really like this match I think they played up to everybody's strengths I think it showed once again With the amount of cheap shots that Mayu were throwing in there That Mayu was evil But it, I, I like to see still that this rocket that's on Utami It seems to be paying off at the moment And I'm glad that Momo's able to be part of that rocket as well
2: Same These two pairs put out a very intense fight. A lot of moves they put on each other to get the pin were really good and uh, had you anticipating that third count. The last two suplexes, though, they were intense, meaning that they were pulling all the stops to make sure they won this. At the same time, you couldn't help but wince because you know with what they're doing, they're taking a lot of those bumps themselves.
1: Everyone was strong in this match, and you can see why each lady has or will have a main event run at some point. Yeah. I'm happy to see a tag match in the main event and even more happier when it's a great one. It's also a reminder that I miss Arissa.
0: Yeah, same big, big time Arissa fan.
1: You may have noticed that in the post-match there was a dirty cut. I think we've mentioned this before, but since this was on TV, there's a bit of a copyright issue going on between what can be shown on TV and what can be saved for the stardom website. Yep. So that happened here.
0: So that leads us to match of the night for me tonight was actually jamie hater and konami uh, i think they told a great story i think there was great wrestling involved it ticked all my boxes it also was the one like i said that i think brought the crowd to its feet or brought them alive they don't go to their feet very often but brought the crowd into the actual show and helped make the back half of the show feel as important as it did dr the wife
2: my match of the night was Hazuki's match. I really enjoyed um they just kept it going at a really good pace. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed a lot of what I was seeing. And again, I'm becoming a Hazuki fan I'm watching her work. The 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 more into this we we continue moving forward.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't just that choice at all. I I love the Suzuki-Zumi match. I just think there was a little more storytelling than the Jamie and Konami match.
2: Yeah, me. I don't doubt that. Yeah.
1: I'm going to be honest, this was a coin flip for me. Uh-huh. It was between the high-speed and tech team matches. Uh-huh. And the high-speed championship match between Azumi and Azuki won. Fair. Uh, that's how close it was. It just I had to flip a coin yeah. because I couldn't make the call. From Konami
0: and Jamie on, I think every match was a match of the night contender for different reasons. I honestly kind of chose Jamie and Konami because I assumed y'all wouldn't. And I want people to, to, to watch this match. I think it's a match worth watching. So is the high speed match. It's phenomenal. And then both tag matches were also great. Um, so that out of the way, heel of the night. For me, it's just that little dig. I gotta give it to Momo for just that line of I beat you in my first one, I wanna beat you again, and I wanna do it in front of your hometown. Screw you, basically. So for me, the hill of the night was Momo.
2: Mine was Jamie. I like her her heel work in general. Fair. Hold
0: on.
1: Now I know I said the match of the night was a coin flip, but this one, hands down, was easy to call. And my heel of the night is Saki, because she just continues to amaze me with her evil ways. Imagine, she could have been there to show support, and AMA would have won the belts tonight.
2: You secretly mm-hmm. like Saki.
1: But despite the work that Mayu's putting in as a great example, Saki just wants to be that bad apple. He really wants to like Saki the yeah, most. Yeah, he does. He just found Mayu first, and now he has to pretend <laughs> she's his favorite. I'm Waldo, and that's it for me. I'm the man. And
2: I'm Dr. The Wife.
1: Be sure to catch us on all the usual places within social media, at Face for Wrestling, on the quarter and Facebook, and now also at Dr. The Wife now.
2: Uh, how, how long has it been since I've been on the Facebook and the...
0: Yeah, you got to come up with a new outfit.
2: Yeah, it's not now. I have been there for a while.
0: Leave a
1: comment below and let us know how we're
0: doing. Also, can... we've been picking it up a lot lately, so... Check us out on Twitch from time to time.
2: Yeah, and we will come out with our 10-minute missions. Just give us some time. It's been a, a wacky couple of months so far, but it's coming.
1: You can catch the audio version of this episode of on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to stutter kick the subscribe button here on the YouTube. let distract me one more time before he get to the outro yeah really and force him to make a new outro for next time okay as always check out www.stardom-world.com where you can get some amazing wrestling action for only 920 in a month so can,
2: can we pause here and distract him again? he's gonna wait
1: cause he needs me to say it. Okay. It, it, it's like it's
0: like that episode of South Park where Cartman has to sing all of Sailing Away <laughs> how many years
1: 920 that's not a lot of years don't forget everyone is different and everyone is good